Welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Who, who sings that again? I forgot. I'll leave him. I'll leave him now. No idea. It sounds off from the... Uh, oh, Eminem. Da, 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 da. Da, sure? Yeah, and then I created um, a monster. Nobody wants to see Marshall. Yep. That's one, right? That's what they people say, want to hear. They, they, don't, <laughs> they don't say welcome back today. They do. They go, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Don't don't say Shady's back. You might be absolutely <laughs> right. I think he says Shady's back. What an opening. <laughs> but yes, uh, we're back for week five of YFTS Fantasy Football, your favorite team sucks fantasy football podcast. This is that host, moderator Kelvin, joined by two-time Torres Here. and Jack Gurley. Hello. And we will bring you the best and the worst of week five. It was quite an entertaining week, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you guys say? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I loved it. Oh man, I for everyone that was doesn't sarcastic know, for Jack though. <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know, I won well for now, pending a stack correction, I won by zero point zero five points this week in fantasy. A nickel. And a nickel. You won by a nickel. Exactly. And this might be the first time I I'll, I'll something like like I'll lose due to a stack correction. I've never had it done to me before. And it's quite possible because we both we all saw Matt Ryan fumbled the ball in the second to last drive of uh, yesterday's game. And, but he wasn't credited, but I, I'm not really sure how it works because I checked every stat outlet and no one has him with a fumble. Does that mean they're going to go back and rewatch the tape and, and then correct it? Is that how it works? Well, the refs didn't call a fumble. So I'm assuming that it's not going to be called a fumble. Yeah. I think the stat correction, they usually only do it for yards and like, if they mistakenly gave more yards than they're supposed to. Yeah. Or like a reception versus a backward pass, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I only think Let's give some context, too. You were down. You had Matt Ryan. Yeah, correct. So I was down. I was down 25, 26 points going into Monday night. I had Tyree Kill and Matt Ryan. Easy, right? Easy, right? You would think. But who would have guessed the Falcons offense would be uh, this bad? Who? 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 Me, no me. Idea. Uh, Jack guaranteed me a win Sunday night. He goes, oh, why are you complaining? You're going to win easily. You have your quarterback going. Did you then not you win? Were sweating the entire time. Well, did I win easily? I was until the last <laughs> drive. No, the, the last play. Well, well no, he dropped. Play. Sec- yeah, I think you're right. I think second to last play, yeah, because the last play, the guy dropped the ball anyway. Um, but, yeah, it was it was as close as I – I don't think I'll get closer than this. Never. Uh, one one. That's – that's pretty much it. But. Uh, but I'll hold my breath until uh, Thursday. That's when stack records come out. Uh, I mean, if I lose, I lose. I mean, it was a bad performance all around by Matt Ryan and the Falcons. We'll talk about that later. But let's get uh, right into it uh, with the news. And note, there were quite a few injuries this week. A lot of big names big went names. down. Yeah, big names went down. I will spare you guys the Titanic music uh, like we like I had for the <laughs> first week. Um, yeah, take it away, guys. Jack, you want to go? Or do I guess you? I'll go first. Uh, Nick Chubb, 
but uh, Cleveland Browns running back, he went down with a knee injury. He wasn't even running the ball, which is the best part of it. He got rolled off from behind, and he has an MCL sprain, which is better than a tear on a torn ACL right now. So he's projected to miss at least six weeks. Uh, I mean, I guess nothing else you could do besides hold him for six weeks, and hopefully everything turns up right. Or you could ship him to the Kareem Hunt owner, maybe. Maybe get some value from there. But Or Kareem, just uh, try to trade for him if yeah. you're a 4 old team. Yeah, that too. And uh, Kareem Hunt is like a He's pretty much RB1 now. He's the sole back. It's just him and uh, De'Arnest Johnson because he earned that running back two position right now. Yeah, De earned it. So, I mean, he's gonna, they're going to split carries. Kareem Hunt's going to get – he's not going to randomly just get 25 carries because that's not what they've been doing. They've been splitting up the carries. And Johnson will probably fill into Kareem Hunt. But he uh, will get the chub roll. Yeah, he will get the chub roll and, and, and the receiving work too on top of that. So, I mean, De'Arnest might get the fourth quarter – what Kareem have been doing the past few games. But, yeah, that sucks because uh, I also have CMC in our main league, and uh, they're both gone. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Cute Titanic music. <laughs> or a sad violin. Really, really sad one. Uh, then there's Eckler, Austin Eckler, my boy. I've drafted him in many, many leagues. Uh, unfortunately, he went down with a hamstring injury. It looked terrible, but, I mean, they, it's a kind of a sigh of relief that it's just a hamstring injury. Because getting carted off is like you know, probably the worst sign when it comes to injuries. How do you guys feel about the fact he wasn't carted off? Well, I mean, he was carried (laughs) off, and then he was, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then um, yeah. So how do you guys feel about Josh Kelly, just Justin Jackson? I I don't know actually. Uh, I just Josh Kelly hasn't shown much with all the carries. Fumbling. And, and Justin fumbled. Jackson had his opportunity to show us what he could do, and he hasn't come through in this. Well, I mean, yet. he's he been injured okay most in of this season. Yeah, he's he's yeah, last game was his first game back. I mean, uh, last I, mean, I guess he was a third back last year, so wasn't he? Know, he, 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 was, he showed okay talent. He he showed a, a capable back when he had time to play. I'm not saying yeah, he's, he's a regular. Out, he's not out of the start talent. He's a a service regular back. running back. So I don't know who what's gonna happen. If if Joshua Kelly fumbles again, the red zone again, I mean, the carries might go to Justin Jackson. Are you taking a gamble on Justin Jackson on your roster spot? Or yes, because he's gonna... yeah, I'll take a gamble because he's he's on the fruit, he's the waiver right right now. Joshua Kelly is probably owned at least fifty percent of the leagues right now. So just yeah, so Justin uh, Jackson is a cheaper. Who would you one. rather have? I rather have. Do you know no? De Ernest uh, or Justin Jackson? Oof. I rather had Justin Jackson because the potential of potential of him taking over, uh, and Dearness Johnson is not taking over. Kareem Hunt's yeah. role, yeah. unless he gets hurt I, too. I totally agree. Now, do we want to get to the um, the entire Tampa Bay offense? They're all dead because they're all pretty much injured. And then Godwin Mike, hamstring. They're not, yeah, they're not practicing either. Mike Evans not practicing either. Yeah, four nets a game time decision. OJ Howard Achilles. McCoy got injured. Is, is there Achilles? any value? I thought he tore his, they didn't tore his ACL. Who? OJ Howard tore his ACL, no? Achilles. Oh, he ruptured his Achilles. Achilles. Oh, that's, that's awful. Yeah. But he, was, he, was, he was actually producing this year. Um, so, yeah, backups. Let's talk about some backups. There's Scotty Miller, who's I think there, somewhat I think injured. I Evans too. is going to play, though. It's still an anchor injury. Yeah. Scotty Miller. At least he'll know. Yeah, the fucking man. 
If he if both of them are not playing, you have to plus Scotty. He's probably much. He's pretty much an RB uh, receiver too. Yeah. If those two guys are not playing, even Justin Watson that would be a good same. Yeah, I was just about to bring his name up. All these white receivers. Any value to Rob? Uh, yeah. Yes, I think he will too. Uh, last week he wasn't used as much. Bray took his only touchdown. But I feel like if Evans and if, especially if Evans is out, Gronk's gonna be looked towards in the red zone unless they use Cam and Bray. Or they just run the ball every single play. I mean, with only Ronald Jones, that doesn't look that great either. Yeah. Next, uh, move on. Keyshawn Vaughn is a guy that I'm kind of interested in, by the way. Uh, I, I'm not as a deep, though. as a deep, deep flyer. That's not. I'm not. I'm still not interested at all because just I'm not interested. I mean, he he profiled as a pass catching wreck, and he caught a touchdown last week, so. He only came in because Ronald Jones dropped two passes. Well, exactly my point. If Leonard Fournette doesn't play, bad, McCoy's out. It's a bad day. McCoy's out. He's a grade two ankle sprain, I think. Yeah, so He's McCoy's out. out. Fournette might be out. The only back would be Keyshawn Vaughn by default, so he might have some value there. Maybe. Definitely I'm in not, DFS, maybe. Not playing him anywhere. Okay. Uh, moving on to next injury, Noah Font. Uh, he was doing so well. He was doing well this year. And uh, he, he sprained his ankle in, uh, during the Thursday night game over the Jets. He's expected to miss some time. Uh, I think his injury will boost up Tim Patrick's numbers a lot. Tim Patrick is probably my number one waiver this week. Yep. And no sudden, no font. He is only him and Judy there to fight for uh, targets. And their team is they – have, they have a lot of injuries on the defense. So. They should be behind decent amount of times the games. I mean, Jets put up 30-plus points against them. And Rippin is not a terrible thrower of the football if he's still going to start. Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, that's it, 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 it. Who's next? Who else is injured this week? Uh, Tony Michelle's on IR. Oh, that doesn't matter. But then there's Damian Harris and Burkett and, hey, uh, yeah, Eddie, that Eddie, doesn't matter. Eddie, did you know that um, elephants can jump three inches off the ground? That's how high Sony Michelle jumps. Well, no, I just thought we were, we were sharing this information. <laughs> were we not sharing useless information? No, but Damien Harris looked really well, really good. He does. So uh, maybe that gives honest, some value. I honestly don't, still don't feel comfortable starting any Patriots. Same. It's the same thing in the last 10 years. It's not, not as changed yet. All, all three of them were still playing. No, all three of them, like James White was still getting snaps. Rex Burkhead was still getting snaps. But they, the only receiver that they somewhat use is Damian what's his name? Julian Edelman. Well, yeah, the only touchdown was, was like, caught by Harry. They don't use their receivers. It just, I don't want to touch any, of the, any part of the I'm offense. Just, I'm just, uh, I mean, Harris is good. He, you should stash him 100%. And he could fill in whenever you need him in the future. I, I just, I want to see more before I plug him right in. Yeah. No, I'm not playing him at all. No shot. Uh, la, 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 la. Then there's the, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Deguara. He injured. He's a tight end for the Packers. He got injured. What does that mean, Mister no. Tanyan? No, Tanyan. No. You think he gets any value? No. No. I think so. What? I, what? I think I think this is just as long. Uh, fine. He gets value if Devontae Adams is not playing. What about if it's just? But what if Lazard? Lazard still out? I just, I don't I I don't think he's gonna get that much. He's not gonna do that ever again. Probably. He he doesn't have a high ceiling. He just maybe a touchdown. Three straight weeks with a touchdown. 
Yeah, that's when Devontae Adams not playing all three games. But Aaron Rodgers is throwing touchdowns. I think he's definitely what tight end to own at least. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, I'm st- I still not sold on him. All right, I think I, uh, I, I, I want to see what I want to see what Devontae Adams in there first. He's Kittle's best friend, so. Oh, that's, that's, that, that makes him the best. <laughs> that makes it, yeah. Don't you know that? You, when you're best friends with Kittle, you become the second best tight end. Yeah. All right, so does that wrap up uh, news for you yes. guys? Big names? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it was quite the week of injuries. There's a lot of, like I said, a lot of big names went down, a lot of first, second round picks. So, um, yeah, hopefully they get better soon. No one's out for the year other than OJ Howard. Uh, no one's really out for the year yet. Hopefully they can recover and come back uh, better than ever for our fantasy team six. So let's move on to the pits and cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! All right, so I'll get started, shall I? Yes, sir. All right, my pit this week, right on cue is Tanyan from the yeah. Green Bay Packers who put on a monster showing on Monday Night Football. Sec- well, one of the Monday Night Football games because of COVID. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked for Tanyan consistently. And I think my favorite play uh, yesterday was when he got tackled, fell to the ground. Uh, he was tackled by a Falcon uh, linebacker. Before the oh, pass was even thrown. Exactly. Fell to the ground. Got up, and then ran straight to the end zone, and Rodgers still got him the ball, and it was touchdown. I was like, (laughs) that was – You know what? It could be a byproduct of how hurt the Falcons' defense is, and Rodgers was just shredding them. He he went for three touchdowns, 60-something yards. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean – 90-something. Oh, yeah. Six six for 98. My bad, my bad. Well, we almost broke 100 yards. Yeah. But yeah, uh, three touchdowns, 98 yards. Like I said, it could be just that the Falcons' defense was horrendous uh, yesterday. But he has scored a touchdown in three straight games, and I'd be interested to see how much more involved he'll stay with Devontae Adams coming back after the bye week. Um, so right now, he, he was my pit for this past week, and uh, George Kittle gave him a shout-out during Monday Night Football, so that's nice. Yeah, and if, if this guy's owned, let's say – you're hurting a tight end, and this guy's already owned. I would wait till after the bye week to try to buy him. That's just my advice. All right. Uh, Jack, give us your pit. Awful advice. All right. My- uh, Eddie, your pit. <laughs> <laughs> my pit is uh, the receiver from the Broncos, Tim Patrick, with six catchers and 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh. Noah Font injured, sudden off of the ear. I feel he's gonna he's gonna take over the the work the, the target workload over Judy also. Uh, Judy's still a rookie. Receiver rookies always take time to come in. I mean Judy is very good already, but Tim Patrick has shown that he could get open. He's making contested catches, and I think moving forward from now he's a solid receiver three play just because the Broncos defense is so banged up. They might be behind a lot of times, and they're going to need to throw a ball a lot. And there's only two receivers throwing to is Judy and Tim Patrick, and he's a pretty solid – I think he's a pretty solid receiver three rest of the year. If you if you close your eyes and – well, no. 
Never mind. My my analogy is terrible. Once I said you close your <laughs> eyes, but uh, as if you just like watch him play and you don't see the last name of uh, on the back of his jersey, you might think he's Cortland Sutton. Yeah, he's, he's pretty much pretty similar builds, and they both make contested catches left to right, and maybe this is here to shine. Yeah, he's, he he was good prior to this too. A couple years ago, he had a couple breakout games uh, before, and. Uh, you know, then they drafted Cortland Sutton and now uh, Jerry Judy. But he has a chance to shine. Let me ask you guys, you think that Denver offense can support two wide receivers? Yeah. Even even if they don't, I think Tim Tim will be the one getting target over Judy. If they don't if they throw the ball for around two hundred yards, it's gonna go only to two receivers and a couple to the backs. That's that's like bare minimum for me. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. Next pit. Nice. All right, Eddie, you're up. So the last pit of the day, Joe Mixon had a freaking monster game. He listened to us last week. I, I put him on the cage list, see what he did. And I now I, now I think it's time to sell him extremely high because his value is not going to be higher than this. He had 25 carries for 150-plus yards, two touchdowns, six catches for 30 yards, and another score. He had like 50 fantasy points, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, he also played his highest number of snaps, which is the one thing that they weren't doing. Do you think this is a continuous trend, or do you think they're going to uh, use them a different way? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I want to see a lot of game or two. If you could get something for him, I would do it. But I'm still afraid of Bengals being behind a lot and they're using Gio Bernard. But yeah, we did I, see – Sorry, go ahead. Continue. We did see last year, end of the year, like second half of the year, they did go to mixing a lot, and he was the RB1. So the potential is there. The, he could be doing this a lot the rest of the season, but at the same time, he could the, – the, the, the job – the coaches could go back to what they've been doing in the first three games. Yeah, I agree. He might be a good sell-high guy right now. Uh, like Jack said, I don't see the Bengals being up too often this year. Uh, the team's just not that good. And if that's the case, then he might – He's just game script-wise, he's not going to get the uh, volume that you expect from uh, your RB1. So, But he caught six passes, though. Yeah. That's one thing that you don't normally see out of Joe Mixon. Exactly. So it's the, it's, it, this could be – I'm normal start. Yeah, the outlier start. You don't know yet. I mean, the potential is there for you to hold on. If he's your RB2, I will hold him on. If he's your RB1, and you could try flipping for another RB1, I would do it. Yeah, there's a lot of injured running backs that I would rather have other than Joe Mixon. Yep. So I would rather I'd rather trade him high while you could get some value out of those injured stars. If he's your RB2 and you can hold him, I would too. So. Yeah. Or maybe even better, you could try to get Eckler or Chubb if someone's in need of a running back right now. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap up Pitts. So moving on to our bad cages of the week. Eddie, uh, snake it up. So go ahead. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll snake it. Uh, all right, I'm going to stick with the same matchup. Jay Green. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I don't know what to say. A couple years ago, the last now, time we now, saw him now you field, can, Now you can cue the Titanic music. <laughs> the last time we saw him on the field, he was on pace for 1,300-plus yards and 12 touchdowns. 
That was in 2018. And I don't know what happened. He had five targets. He only caught one of them for three yards. He had three more yards than me, like us three. And we didn't play. This guy's what happened? This is the best quarterback he's ever played with. And maybe that's why he's not good. He needs bad quarterbacks. He needs a shitty quarterback. He needs the the red water gun. (laughs) The red what? Do you, yeah, do you man. guys think that this is because of him not playing last year? Is he just very rusty? Uh, no no I think preseason, just, not playing he just for a lost whole his year. Legs. He got too many leg injuries. Yeah. This is very Des Bryant-y. And he's getting older now, so, I mean, father time, father time is catching up. Quick. Quickly. And Seven wanna... receivers had a target, and all of them caught it caught, caught for more yards than uh, A.J. Green. I want to give a shout-out to Nick who gave us this stat yesterday. A.J. Green is wide receiver number 77 right now in fantasy. Uh, 77. Top. Uh, Drop right. him. <laughs> uh, he's talking to you, Jason. Eddie's talking to you. All right, Jack, give us your cage. My cage this week is also something that I mentioned recently. It's Ken Drake. 13 carries for 35 yards. That's it. That's it. Uh, and what's supposed to be an air ray, hashtag air ray, offense. Um, Kenyon Rake only has five targets this entire year. This guy is supposed to be a pass catching back. He has five targets. In he four has games. that skill set, too. Yes, which is weird. I don't know what's going on or what they're doing. Chase Emmons has been more efficient with his touches. He's not getting a lot, but he's more efficient with, with, with when he gained the ball in his hands. Uh I mean, I'm, I didn't like Kendrick as much coming into the season. Uh, Eddie, on the other hand, loved Kendrick. I didn't, I didn't love him. I loved the talent, but for fantasy, you, I wasn't you, super you, high on You him. love this guy. Same thing. You, you love this guy when he was in Dolphins. Okay, but you said I loved him prior to the year. I did. I never guy, said I wanted him on my roster. Uh, so, I mean, he's no I, – I, I always didn't think he was that great. He, I think he's he, a good buy low target. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I think he's gonna, they're going to get more towards into splitting carries to Chase Emmons, and Emmons might be the goal line back to get to get all the carries in the goal line. Yeah, I'm afraid. it's super concerning. I don't know what to do. Uh, I, I, you can't really try to trade him because he has no almost no value. He barely done anything the whole game, this whole season, so you can't really do much. You can't really, he waited you just, for the second half of the year. You just had to hope for the best that he picks up, and the whole offense picks up, actually, because that whole offense is not doing so well either. Yeah, the thing is, a lot of his value last year was from big touchdown games. He had multiple three-touchdown games, so he's not getting that this year. And now you can see what his true value is from week to week. Calvin? My, my cage, as we touched on a little – I received a little teaser earlier in this episode. My cage is the whole Falcons offense. You know what we need to do? We need to put them in a cage and find all whole new offense for these guys to for this team to go with. You need to clip their wings. They are put them in a cage. And they they have looked horrendous yesterday. Like from start to finish, there was not a single good moment for them. They they went on a twenty play, ten minute drive, and settled for a field goal. They were at the, I didn't get they that. Were at the three yard line. They went, they went for it three times. Three times on fourth down, and then at the goal line, they stopped. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. I, I have no idea what that mindset was 
during that during that fourth down? Like what? Like uh, it's hard to explain. It's just not working right now for them. Going going back from let's say the second half of the Bears game and straight through this Packer game, their offense has looked like complete doo doo. They should target. I think it's. I think it's direct relevant, like a direct correlation with Julio Jones's injury. Or uh, Dirk Carter. Uh, that too. Calling. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of people's fancy uh, was lost in that game yesterday. People who needed Ridley to play well, people who needed Hayden Hurst to play well. Uh, well Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. Matt, exactly. If you Julio. guys listened to our podcast last week, you would have benched Ridley because I said so. Yes. Julio only played one half and barely did anything. Matt Ryan was complete trash all game. It's it's it was it was a rough game all around for the Falcons. And I believe the only reason they didn't get completely blown out of the water was just because Packers took it easy, ran the ball a little more with no receivers. Um, even then, they still put up what thirty six points on them, mm-hmm. which is which is the season low for the Packers this year. Nice. So. Yeah, the Falcons' offense—they need to do better. Um, we'll see I'm how it goes. Combine Redley though. Hey, it's only yeah, one game. I don't. I don't think. Know. I don't think. Yeah, he had three straight hundred-yard games. I don't think one game is gonna make a difference for someone to jump ship on Redley just be. yet. It's it could be. Donut could be. and you lost because of him. I don't. Sure. I don't. I don't think you should jump ship on Redley right away. Me neither. That's... I'm just saying they're like shitty owners out there that would want to get him off the team because you know they're salty because they lost because of him i mean yeah i was just offered a, a trade in, in the league someone offered me who's it who's it jack oh someone offered me aj green for julio jones Ooh, do it yeah absolutely wide receiver number 77 <laughs> i need that on my team yeah that's gonna wrap up pits and cages for us uh this week hope that we enlightened your your minds with our expertise analysis. Yes, sir. I don't think I'm using English correctly. It's just expert analysis. Yeah. Um, okay. And let's move on to our RKOs and DDTs. I refuse to. Uh, then let's skip that then. Let's go straight to my segment. I'm kidding. Uh, RKO, DDT, here we go. That's doo-doo trash. So, Eddie, you started off today. What's your RKO? RKO this week. We've been discussing how terrible the Falcons' defense has been. They're ravaged by injuries. And Teddy Bridgewater is going to have himself a freaking game. He's going to throw for over 300 yards. The team is not terrible. They're 2-2. Two and two. They just beat the Cardinals. You know, beating anybody in the NFC West is – Makes your team, you know, somewhat valid. I think he's going to produce another 40 yards on the ground, two to, two to three touchdowns total, and I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. So he's going to have a solid game. Nice. I like it. And I'm going to my, – my, my RKO just goes – it uh, plays off yours. It's DJ Moore. I know what you're thinking. Whoa. Why would this guy who's you mean, drafted you – mean, You mean David Moore? No, no, I mean DJ Moore. Wow, what on, on the Panthers, the number one receiver on the Panthers, supposedly, uh, is having a really rough year. 
Um, he was drafted, what, top three in third round? Uh, for yeah, Lockdown. top three picks, yeah. And he has not performed uh, the way we expected him to. He's getting less than double-digit fantasy points in three of the four games so far. But this might be it. Uh, like we said, the Falcons' defense is, compl- is so hurt. Uh, they don't even know what to do right now. And I think just like Aaron Rodgers shredded them this past week, Teddy Bridgewater might have his way with them. And I think both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson will have great games. Robbie Anderson has been doing it all year long. And so DJ Moore will be the one that's come out of nowhere with the great game this week. Finally out of nowhere. Finally. Well, oh, he, 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 he had one good game week two. But that's it. All right, Jack, give us your RKO. My RKO is for the New York Giants football team. They haven't scored a touchdown since the second half of game two. Uh, Darius Slayton is queued up this week against the Dallas Slay. Cowboys. Hopefully he gets to slay that defense because that secondary has been awful. They have been, been torched. They've been giving up 30-plus points in the first half to teams. I know, I know game three, they set a record for the most points allowed in the first half. And then week four, they broke that record. So, I, I mean, if the, if the Giants cannot get – Get going from this game. I think you just abandon everyone from this team, and you can't start anyone. This is the worst defense in the league, and they they ha- they have a chance to get the engine starting right now. And I think the only Slade, thing that's scary for these two ma- the, these two matches that were somewhat going over is that the division games, and usually those are weird games and outlier games. So this could be one of those, but you know. Yeah. Based on the matchup, you're playing that matchup, man. I get it, but at the same time, Slayton is kind of safe as in in terms of gain targets. He's yeah. gained his target share have been nine, six, seven, seven the last four games. Yes, he hasn't done much last three games. But they're they versus the Bears, the 49ers, and Rams, who our defense are pretty good. The the Dallas Cowboys defense is complete opposite of the other three teams they're playing. So I think he could I think 150 yards and two touchdowns this week. Is viable, and I think it will happen. And I am going to take the Book money, it. and I'm going to take – I'm a bet on the prop of over yards for him this week. My bucket. Buckets. Nice. nice. Uh, snake it, Jack. Go there. Go give us your DDT while you're at it. My DDT this week is the running back for the Broncos. Uh Melvin Gordon, he has not been I, – I, I feel like he hasn't been – I don't think he's the same as he was in previous years. He's just getting a lot of workload. And this week, uh, he's versing the – who the versus? Well, they're versing That's... the Patriots, who are very good at taking away the other team's number one option. There's no one there on the team that's really – that's dangerous. Now, if I was Bill Belichick, I'll literally make the quarterback throw against us. I'll take away the entire running game. And have the run, have the quarterback beat us, especially when you have a good secondary. <laughs> you could force him to throw the ball all the time, and I feel like that's going to happen. Malvin Gordon's going to get shut down. Last week he was pretty much shut down until the last big ass run. That's, that super slow run. Yeah, that forty-three yard touchdown. Otherwise, he he would have finished the day with only fifty yards and a touchdown. Still a good day, but still against the Jets, you would think he have a bigger game. Uh. Besides last week, he has been mediocre. You need him to fall into a touchdown, to the end zone to salvage your day. And I feel like he's benchable this week against the Patriots. Yeah, definitely matchup. If they, if you have better matchups on, like if you have Mike Davis, I'd definitely start him over 
Yeah, Melvin Gordon. I would too. And uh, if what if Bell comes back? Will you start Bell over Melvin Gordon? Mm, no, I'm the Jets the suck, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, check down Flacco. He loves checking it down to the running backs. And they're vers- and they're versing the uh, Cardinals this week. Yeah, uh, I'll go Le'Veon Bell. Right. I just, I just persuaded myself. <laughs> it's right, it's a next? shit situation, though. Right. Who is next? My turn. My DDT this week is also a running back. Uh, it's Miles Sanders. Boo! He had, he had a rough game this past week. Uh, could put it out the game script, but uh, Pittsburgh defense. Uh, coming off a so so uh, quote unquote bye week, uh, I think it's going to be a, a tough matchup for him. He might be able to salvage his day with some uh, PPR points, but I think Miles Sanders is going to have one of his down games like he did last week. Yeah, I think that's the only way he's going to get the value this week. Steelers are really really stout up front. Um, yeah, so if he if he catches four or five balls, I wouldn't be surprised. But other than that, I don't think he's that much of a yardage play. Right, that's my DDT. Yeah. Eddie, well, wrap this up. Yeah, so my DDT this week. I understand he's going to get the volume, but the Saints are really, really good against number one receivers. My DDT this week is Keenan Allen. I just think based on this matchup, the Chargers don't fit well against this type of uh, New Orleans Saints team. I think the Saints are going to dominate ball uh, time of – time of possession, and Keenan Allen is not going to have his better games this week. So that's more of a DFS not even, play. Even with Eckler out? Yeah. Ooh, that's ballsy. Interesting. All right. Uh, well done. And touche. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to my favorite segment, the Did You Trivias. Did you trivia? Did you trivia? Did you trivia? Did you trivia? Massive your, question. Did you trivia? trivia? Did y'all trivia? No. All right, I let's didn't. Go. Let's do it. Let's do it then. If you haven't, let's do it. If you said yes, I would have just skipped over this whole segment. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's start off with some Cowboys Did You Know. You ready for this? Did you guys know Ezekiel Elliott has recorded fewer than 100 yards yards in each of the first four games of a season for the first time in his career? He's also received fewer carries, fewer than 15 carries in consecutive games for the first time in his career as well. Well, that's the reason why they're losing. Yeah, maybe. Or they're just down so much that they need to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, and he also hasn't been like as effective as usual. But I understand he's more of a volume running back, so he needs those carries, and they need to feed him. So he's actually averaging the most receptions per game in his career, which is 5.8, and the lowest yards uh, per game, rush yards per game, at 68.3. Yeah, I mean, he's having a bad year, but he's still doing well fantasy-wise. For fantasy, he's good, yeah. Yeah, PPR, he definitely has that uh, value. Uh, I mean, no matter what, he'll have that value. Uh, So next one. Did you guys know that Josh, uh, that Josh Allen just became the first player in NFL history 
to post at least 12 passing touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns in his team's first four games. Damn. Did you guys know that? Nope. And I would like to make a comparison to Lamar Jackson's MVP last year. Uh, MVP, uh, whatever, a campaign last year. That's what the word is. So last year, Lamar Jackson, through the first four games, had a 64.9 completion rate. Josh Allen this year has 70.9 completion rate. Last year, Lamar Jackson had 1348 total yards passing and rushing. This year, Josh Allen has 1409 total yards passing and rushing. Last year, Lamar Jackson, 11 total touchdowns. This year, Josh Allen, 15 total touchdowns. Last year, Lamar Jackson, 109.4 passer rating. This year, Josh Allen, 122.7 passer rating. Josh Allen is the white Lamar Jackson? Pretty much. <laughs> the lock it one. in. The lock it in. The better Lamar Jackson. And both, both, all these stats are through the first four games of last year. So it's really impressive what he's doing. True. Bulls are 4 0. Damn. All right. That's, I did uh, not think that Josh Allen would be this good. Either, neither. Uh, I was so who, doubtful. Who, who could have guessed? Who could have predicted this? Everyone. Everyone? Yeah. So you predicted, you predicted this, Jack? No. All right, then. The first time the experts were correct on a, a guy like Josh Allen. All right, so let's move on to uh, switch over to a trivia real quick, shall we? Yes? No. No. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know which quarterback – sorry, which uh, head coach has the best winning percentage through the first 20 uh, games of their career, coaching career? A coach? Yeah. First 20 games? Yeah. Matt LaFleur? You are right, Jack. Well done. Good job. Yeah, he's uh, 17 and 3. Nice. I mean, it helps that when you have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, Bill Belt, he has a 85% win. He had a, eight, has a 0. 0.850 win percentage. Uh, I was going to make a joke and say Matt Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> uh, Bill Belichick <laughs> has a 0. 0.681 win percentage. So, you know, lock him in for a Hall of Fame. Right. Better culture ready. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's stay on some trivia. Okay. Uh, which number one drafted quarterback um, has the most yards per game uh, this season? The round one quarterback? No, no, the number one pick quarterback. Huh? Which, which, so this first pick overall, first overall pick quarterback this year is averaging the most yards per game? I feel like this is going to be a quick question. I'm going to say Baker Mayfield. Jared Goff. You are both wrong. And the answer is Joe Burrow. Oh, I thought oh, it was going to be a question. Why did I not think of Joe Burrow? I was going to say Joe Burrow, but I thought it was going to be a, a weird question, so I answered the worst one. That's why I said Jared Goff. <laughs> That's why I said Mayfield. Yeah, Kyler Mur- uh, J- Joe Burrow has 200. It's, pa- it's averaging 280.3 yards per game. Okay. Kyler Murray has 229.8. Jared Goff, 265.8. Baker Mayfield's a 182.3. So second place. Nice. Yeah, you're second. Yeah, you're close. Uh, so I'm going to stay on Joe Burrow. Did you guys know that he has three uh, has more 300 passing yard games this year than all those guys combined? <laughs> what? Joe Burrow has three 300-yard passing games 
Those three combined only have one. Wow. I believe it's Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff has that one. Wait. Oh, it's this season, right? This season. Sorry, this season. Yes, this season. I mean, Joe Burrow's only been in the league for four games. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's slinging the ball. It's impressive. He got his first win. Shout out to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Congratulations. It won't happen often this year. Not with that, too. <laughs> and let's wrap it up with another uh, trivia. Who, which team this this year is the number one uh, defense in terms of points per game and total Indy. yards allowed? Wow, Eddie was on it. Have you been researching Indiana Nichols? No, I just knew you? that they were really good this season yeah. so far. Yeah, they're averaging 14 points a game. And they had like a 40 point game a few days ago. What? They had like a 30 point game, a 40 point game a few, days, a few weeks ago. Two weeks ago. No, no, I'm talking about defense. Yeah. If what? What? Oh, you're talking about fantasy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh. Fantasy game. Oh, it's fantasy points. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but yeah, they're, average, they're allowing only 14 points per game and only 236 yards, total yards per game. It's kind of crazy. It's the first time in uh, since 1970 where they've been the number one defense through the first four games of the season. Yeah, they've generally been a shitty defense. Yeah, so that's going to wrap up the Digi Trivias. I like that last one because I got it right. <laughs> well, have you just, did you just <laughs> look up Jonathan Taylor? So you're just always on the Colts now? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I figured that Don't was bring up Jonathan Taylor. That's Jack's uh, trigger. Trigger name. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, fuck off. Let's finish. Let's, let's wrap this one up with uh, your favorite segment, Eddie. The bold predicts. The bold predicts. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! That's bold. That man. was very bold, man. Bold it's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. Let's do it. Jack, want to start it off? Yes, sir. My bold predict this week is I'm telling you to start a tight end from the Panthers. Ian Thomas. What? He's going to score two touchdowns this week because the Falcons have allowed seven touchdowns to tight ends this season. Wait, so are we stacking uh, Bridgewater, DJ Moore, Ian Thomas, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis, and... Thomas. <laughs> Even if you remove Tanya's last uh, yesterday's game or three touchdowns, they still average one touchdown a game to tight ends. Greg Olson caught a touchdown on them. They have allowed Eesh. a lot of yards to a lot of receptions. Their linebackers are – their safeties and linebackers are all injured. Yesterday, they had to shuffle around players. They had to put linebackers to play safeties. They are – the defense is decimated. Uh, I mean, Ian Thomas is not – He's not out of the world talent, uh, talent, but I think he scores two touchdowns this week. He'll probably give you twenty yards only. But how's Eric Reed not two signed? Touchdowns. Who? Now that I think about it, Eric Reed. Why is he not signed to the Falcons? Uh, because of uh, Kaepernick. That's crazy. Yep. So that that's my problem, Dick. And then if you're hurting tight ends, and I, I, it's not a bad plug in. I have been right a lot. So listen to me. YOLO. <laughs> hey, I was right about last week's bowl predict for me, Odell Beckham. Yeah, me too. Had a, mon- I had, a, had a monster game. I told you, Bench Ridley. 
Uh, okay, so my bold predict this week is going to be a little unusual compared to what we usually do. It is going to be the Arizona Cardinals defense. With Sam Darnold uh, being benched, I think Joe Flacco will have a horrendous game. He is out of touch with football. He is rusty, uh, and he will give you at least two picks. I mean, he's going to throw at least two picks. Yeah, I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were going to go the way around. You thought he was going to have a fantastic game? I thought you were going to say, don't, don't start. I thought you were going to say, don't fall in the trap of the Cardinals defense. No, no. <laughs> the Jets are no, no. destroyed. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. Uh, Arizona Cardinals will get two picks off Joe Flacco and guarantee a defensive touchdown while minim- by, bah, by while keeping the Jets under 10 points. Lock it in. Under 10? Woo. Under 10 points. Jets are going to do nothing. Starting a burial shack? Fuck off. <laughs> For context, Jack started Berrios last week and gave him uh, zero catches. Yes. The only reason why he started him is because he was playing on Thursday night and he didn't Correct. have anyone else. He, he told us he, well, he doesn't feel good about it with Jameson Crowder being active, and he still started him. Yep. Because I felt a bit funny if he scored a touchdown on Jason. Joke's on you. I, I only did on the our, our main league. Just so if, he, if he does score a touchdown on Jason, Jason would have been pretty mad. He would have been like, what the fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> All right, Eddie, wrap it up for us. My bow predict this week, Justin Jefferson will be the number one receiver in fantasy playing the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks have been hemorrhaging points to the receivers. I'm predicting eight catches for 170 yards and two touchdowns. I think he's cementing his place as a weekly starter Ooh. this week. I think he did it this past week, getting another 100-yard game. Well, he's going to be the number one receiver this week, so he's definitely cementing himself. You think 100 yards and two touchdowns are going to be enough to be number one receiver? 170? Oh, he said 170. I heard 107. My bad. Okay. Oh, no, 170 and two, two scores. 170 and two scores? Yeah. Wow. So basically what he did two weeks ago. Who did he play this week? Yeah. The Seahawks. Seattle. Ah. That, I think that was the exact stats, 170 and two touchdowns two weeks ago. Did he really? It was about there. It was, about yeah. there. Yeah, it was uh, let's see. It was 175 and one touchdown. Well, he's catching another. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that's bold predicts. Bold. Some of those are pretty bold. Pretty bold. Really bold. I'm going to keep an eye on that Cardinals defense so I can uh, let you guys know how I do. Well, they're on my roster, so I, I know how well they're going to do. Oh, who are you playing? Um, Jason? Hassan. Hassan. Oh, yeah, Hassan. Ooh, Hassan had a rough week. If he, uh, let's, 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 let's let our listeners uh, hear what Hassan had uh, happened to Hassan this week. So in our, in our league, we decided to, because of COVID, and we weren't sure if the Chiefs and Pats game was going to be played out, we all submitted uh, backups to our commissioner, in case, uh, well, it would be our lineup that would go in in case COVID uh, happens and the game wasn't going to be played. So Hassan left in uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh, Tanyan instead of Mahomes and Kelsey because we weren't sure. But he had already told our commissioner that he will be playing Mahomes and Kelsey if, if the if that game does happen. And much to his surprise and everyone else's, uh, he lost because he started Mahomes and Kelsey over Fitzpatrick and Tanyan. Because Tanyan outscored both of those guys. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, 
he lost. That was it's tough. <laughs> it's tough having to see that. But he's right though. He said that he wouldn't be able to stand it if he uh, didn't play Kelsey, and he had three touchdowns on in the on his bench. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way you could justify starting Tanyan over Kelsey in any league. Yeah, no. It's just, it's just funny to see because he was winning and then Jason uh, changed his uh, quarterback and tied him around and he's losing. Literally <laughs> well, took away, lost, yeah. a win away from him. Yeah, that was that's pretty funny. All right, guys, well done. Nicely nicely, uh, nicely done podcast. We uh, roll, steamrolled through that. Really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, so thanks for listening, everybody. We will give you matchups uh, soon, whether we record it today or tomorrow. It will be out. Hope you all enjoyed our first ever debate episode last week. We had raving reviews from people we know. Yeah. Uh, so just Nicholas. <laughs> uh, it's fun. Hopefully we've decided to see if we can uh, pull up some more topics for future debates. Uh, that'll be fun again. And we are going to sign off now. Uh, Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. friends. Bye. Bye. We will not get the Eminem song wrong next time. We promise you. Thank you.